Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, lore, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. I'm your host, Project Itachi, joined by my different co-host, Warners. And this is going to be an interesting topic because we are going to talk about something that a lot of gamers, consumers in general for other things, but specifically gamers have been not so happy about and have been talking about, but we we really haven't dived into it. The fall of humanity. Maybe, (laughs) but this week it's going to be about the increase in gaming prices in terms of the actual games, the hardware and all of that, everything that's connected to that. And Holy crap. It's, it hurts game, 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 being a gamer hurts now, especially in 2023 where prices are pretty much guaranteed to be going up. It's going to be rough. It's going to be really, really rough. Um, so, for anyone who's been a gamer for a while, we're going to say like the last 10 or so years, we have watched games go from $49.99 to now $69.99 with no sign of stopping. And this is like set now, like EA has done it. Microsoft has agreed. Sony's done it. You know, uh, Blizzard Activision before their acquisition, but probably because they're under the Microsoft banner, pretty much they're doing it because the new Diablo is like $70. The new Call of Duty was $70. Like it's already happening with games. And I wanted to kind of look and see like, are games really as expensive as we think? Or did we just not know the statistics behind it? And that's why it feels way more painful than it actually is. Or is it more painful? And they're just, they're just giving us the occasional shot that numbs the pain. Because there was an article I went and, and read, and it basically said that games are actually cheaper now than years ago. And of course, with inflation and price changes, and as you know, time moved on, they're saying. But then they had a graph and everything. They were basically saying back then, because games, you know, we've had game releases since the 70s, that an NES game back then was in the $40 range. Now, $40 was a lot of money 
back then. Let's let's be honest. When you got twenty dollars as a kid back then, you were like, I am the richest man alive. <laughs> so forty dollars was a hefty price tag. Games prices today, if you were to go back then, it would be the equivalent of $108 by what this article says. It would cost $108 to buy that game. So realistically, we should be paying over $100 per game now if they didn't if they didn't uh, account for some things. Now, me personally, I'm like, this sounds all great on paper, but I call bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay, let's do this, okay? <laughs> what was the, what was word of the year last year? Do you, do you know what it was? No. What was Everyone the word misuses it and, 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 and uses it to the point where it means nothing, but it means something here because we're gonna use it as a fucking excuse, uh, as an example. Gaslighting. Gaslighting was the, the gaming yeah. industry is gaslighting us and making it our fault and saying, well, you know, uh, actually you could be paying more and you should be paying more, but uh, we haven't really been raising the prices of the past couple. Like, shut the hell up. The, no. Is there some truth to that? Yes, there is some truth to that. But we can all 100% agree that the dollar does not get you near as far as it did 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. So yes. So games are more expensive in that sense because the dollar does not go as far as, as far. Things are so much more expensive and our paychecks are not adding up to keep up with it. And that's, that's the thing we're that's being gaslit lit by these fucking companies. So here's a portion of the of the article, and this is from IGN. It says, and then this is tying into what I said earlier for anyone who wanted clarification. The Nintendo Entertainment System, for example, cost $179.99 at launch. And an average game cost $45. But when you adjust for inflation in 2020, as the as the uh, Tech Raptor, who were the ones that did the research, the NES would cost four hundred and thirty two dollars and seventy one cents, and games on average would be one hundred and eight dollars and eighteen cents. So, they left I mean, out all the crucial information. They only put in the information that was truthful enough to make it look like it that we were actually just getting a deal that we were getting and that we deal. should be grateful. Yeah. Versus the fact that our dollar simply does not go near as far as it did back in the day. But they did go on to uh, basically cover where that extra money for our cheaper games, and I use quotations, went. And this is actually a quote. Uh, based, It's a theory, but it's a quote. And I said, I have to agree with this. The answer is that they've long offset the rising cost with DLC and microtransactions, bolstering premium game sales with smaller purchases, in-game boosters and cosmetics, as well as more robust content expansions. And you agree with that? I agree with it because not that it made it cheaper, but that it's how they're still getting that. You're going to sit money. here and tell me 
that you at least somewhat agree with that because microtransactions aren't a way, you know, it's not a thing that they're like, oh, all of a sudden they realize Destiny, the end of Destiny 1 being an example and Destiny 2 being a big example. Mm. You know, it was, it was a way for us to just give them more money. It was just more ways for them to make more money. And they're yeah. going to sit there and say, well, actually, uh, it wasn't for us to just get more money. It was to offset the costs. But like whatever now and, and that's live in, the live in service game so here's now here's that's where I, the reasoning how fucking convenient so here's why i say i agree and it's 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 smart <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not talking about the reason perspective yes you're right it's smart it's smart and it's dastardly because here's the thing do i believe that our games are cheaper. Absolutely not. Because whatever costs they're offsetting, we still pay. We're still paying it. Microtransactions, DLC. If you don't pay for them, you say, okay, well, if I don't buy the DLC and I don't pay for microtransactions, then I get the game cheaper. Technically, no. Uh, you're still paying for it. Now you're paying for an incomplete experience. Like that. that's basically what it is. You're paying for an incomplete experience at this point. So I do agree that on one hand, they're combining good and evil. You can't separate the two. And after I thought about it, I said, that's, that's fucked because they, they made it inseparable. If they are offsetting costs, if we go on a limb and say they are offsetting those costs, and then you opt to pay in DLC to pay the full cost, you opt in for that DLC, you opt into those microtransactions, cosmetics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You paid the full cost to get your full game. Damn. That's fucked up. It's messed up. But if they did offset it, you chose to dive into that. And on the other hand, they didn't just stop there. They literally are milking it because let's say it's an offset cost and the game supposed to cost $120 by today's standards. And they say, no one's going to pay $120 for one game. So we'll sell it for $70 now. Well, where do we make that extra money? DLCs, microtransactions. DLCs on average cost $30. So now a game costs $70. So now you buy the DLC, you already pushed up to $110. Now that you throw in the microtransactions to make up that last 10, that would be your whole $120 that they say and you technically should pay. Did Do you remember the conversation we had about Fortnite uh, back like, like a few podcasts ago? We brought up the average amount of money spent mm -hmm. by a, the average amount of money spent monthly by somebody who plays. And this is just Fortnite. Mm -hmm. And some websites some websites gave some slightly different numbers but they were all they all averaged between about like 85 to like 98 dollars that was about mm -hmm. the average it was all pretty consistent from all the different uh, sources so that's just that game yeah not even counting like people offset the price and then turn around and raise the price like you know what cracks me up about these damn articles is they put these half truths in there and, and and they make it sound all nice. And then they throw an article, they put it on the internet for everyone to read, knowing that what are you going to do? Argue with it? It's an article. Yeah. <laughs> Will you combat it? Challenge it? It's an article. Yeah. It's well written. 
Yep, exactly. And that's if the it thing. It sounds nice. It sounds nice. It's it in a pretty little package. Well and then they're like, oh, we'll ease you. This is what it is. And then everyone, for the most part, takes that information and they go, you know what? They have a point. They, no, they they're gaslighting you. Don't take this shit. <laughs> Stop buying AAA games. And you know, that I, that's another I hate to point. say because there, there's AAA games that I do love. But over time, it's no longer something that I do love. Mm hmm. Because of all the things we've discussed. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you brought that up about like us buying the AAA games because it states in the article that we as gamers have proven we will happily spend that extra $20, $30 for special editions. Or $80 a month on skins for one or day. Or $80 a month on skins. And I'm like, who? Not me. <laughs> How many people got extra hundreds of dollars to throw I, at one game I, I, dude i i've been telling you like like the past couple of weeks who is out here because like the, if the average american if you look this up right you'll get about this number the average american makes approximately fifty five thousand dollars a year now i know here in texas uh like a two-bedroom apartment is going for anywhere between fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars alone a month and then games are $70. Everything is so damn expensive. And the average person makes that. And I'm over here wondering who is, who is dropping this absurd amount of money on a fucking game for skins. Like I, I'm convinced that the entire economy of this, of, of, of the planet, not just this country is a credit card that was maxed out decades ago and we are all living in some illusion this <laughs> fantasy that's not real living way above our means playing games that we actually can't afford i could go on a tangent here i'm not going to but <laughs> jesus christ i think you know where i'm going with this it, it it's it is pretty crazy because i'm like i i sat down one day and i did my own number crunch for like a, just the general i'm unhinged game. this year Okay, I'm done. It's it's bad. Warner's no, unhinged bad. 2023. Try me. But seriously, guys, like stop buying like the legendaries and collectors or at least wait till they go on sale because they eventually will unless it's Nintendo because Nintendo does not put anything on sale. And people have been fussing <laughs> about that. I respect Nintendo. Even with their, you know, their things they do sometimes and their greediness like you know you, you you put up something about them on youtube or a parody about a game on youtube and they're like nope censor nope. shut down lawsuit you know like they but they stay fairly consistent and they don't play games they sell games but they don't play them nintendo also because they're so stubborn i and i have to wonder if they do it on purpose nintendo has proven that they don't need to if they don't feel the need, change their prices, mm -hmm. do a whole bunch of, let's be honest, crappy fuck shit uh, to uh, still be in the game. With that said, okay, do, do you think that has anything to do with the fact that a lot of these games, they're Japanese, they're made in Japan, and what is a Japanese worker known for? Not complaining, working 30 hours a day, living in a shitty apartment, never being home and work, 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 work. Yeah. That's what they're known for. Yeah. And, and we lived there. We, we, we experienced it. Yeah, they work we hard and then they play hard because they are fun yeah. to party with people. Japanese 
are so fun to go out drinking with. Yeah. So then what's Sony's excuse? <laughs> Sony is Japanese owned. You got me there. I don't know, man. Maybe <laughs> because Nintendo has been very consistent with their prices overall, their entire lifespan using the facts that these people presented their game on average was $45. If you do the math, they have only since the NES have raised their game prices by $14. Then do you think the American, the, like the American economy or what we'll say the, the American gaming industry has a stronger hold on Sony than they do Nintendo? Yes. Maybe, then maybe that's, that's partially some of the reasoning there. Yeah. Because uh, there's a yeah. lot of stuff that we talk about, a lot of stuff we can look up and, 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 and verify and articles we get, news we see. But there's a lot of stuff like, like that question for answer that really is kind of speculative that we just don't have the answers to. Yeah. Um, because I would love to go. And this is, a, this is something that can only be answered. And if you are currently in Japan or you just came from Japan and you've been to their game stores, this is a question only they could answer. The cost of their games over there. How much are they? converted into american dollars are they more or are they less i i would i would honestly even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Assume that they're about the same price because the Japanese yen and the, and the American dollar are they're not the same. They, they, they absolutely, you know, they, they, they change and go up and down, but they've always been fairly close to each other. A hundred yen and $1 has always been fairly close. It's never been like, like, you know, $2 to a yen or vice versa. You know what I mean? Now I would I think love when we to... were over there, I, th I think when, when we were in Japan, it was like a hundred and nine yen was yeah, the conversion a, was an American was, dollar. It was, it was fairly close. So I would, close. I would think in my head that the price, the, the, the price of, of games and, and systems would be fairly close. So what is it now? Now that's the thing. I, I, I feel like we wouldn't really get to know that. Do they, get a, did the, do they get like a discount because, and I'm wondering because there's games over there. We know we will never get. Well, you got to so, think too, like, like if they're made there or, you know, for the most part, if stuff's made there, I'm assuming it's made there. You know, when we receive them over here, do we pay more because maybe they're shipped overseas? Uh, or I'm pretty sure do, we do they, cover that cost. Do yeah. we pay more because we get rights and then 
we get the rights to build them over here or build part of them over here and then the shipping and then we get it. And then it's, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of factors in there. That, another that question. I, I just don't know. Another question I would have to get answered is, but are they also giving their people the cost of living increase to match? Are they doing their people better than we're done here? I mean, no one really owns few people their own homes. You know what I mean? Like own property. They, it's a smaller country with a very large amount of people. And you know, it's, it's, they, they build up in terms of living establishments. Yeah. And they, they live in like small quarters and they don't so have problems I, having family homes. Yeah. So I, I don't get me started on the American mentality of actually having family homes. <laughs> since, since I've lived in Japan, I'm, I'm sure things have drastically changed in one direction or the other. So I couldn't really say for sure. Well, if we did have a huge influence on the on the pricing, Japan, please stop letting us influence you. We're a bad influence. Don't don't let us determine too much. It, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> but Nintendo, I mean, they stick to their guns. Like Nintendo is the is the parental figure that does not budge. They're like these are the rules, and there is no breaking them. And if you break them, there will be consequences. <laughs> And it's this kind is of what you get and you stay in this lane. And that is all. Yep. And it's kind of funny because a lot of people go on the like they don't have sales, like their games could be 15 years old. You're paying forty nine ninety nine. You want this game. game. You're paying the full price. You're paying the full price. Else. Like that's all there is to it. But you know what that tells me? Nintendo. That they're confident not- in their consumer base and, and the games that they make. But no, that with that, but it also proves that price creases are not necessary. Nintendo is surviving. Are they leading? No, but they don't need to lead. Nintendo well, has been also, around. They also have their own. It, they're really like their own genre at this point. Like, like you know, like we, we don't have that with like every like Nintendo is such a unique thing in the gaming industry. It really is. I think the only thing that they've also raised that they did follow the market in is their console, their switch went, went up, but granted they've released a new version of it. So the price went up and they've creeped behind Microsoft and Sony in terms of raising prices. But granted those other two, they'll have crazy sales to bring in more customers where I think Nintendo was sending a message for years that we as gamers have ignored because it was inconvenient for us. We like sales. We're like, well, Sony just sold, for example, it was beautiful to me, but in the long term, I think about it and I'm like, dang, I played into it very well. To bolster numbers, they have a sale. Well, Midnight Suns recently came out. As typical now, they had three versions, standard, deluxe, legendary. Something about Marvel loving those three. Um, and the standard was, I want to say it was still a $60 game. Maybe it was a $70 game. I'm pretty sure it was a $60 game just to get the game. Deluxe was like 70 and a legendary $100. You know, the, the final version of a game, like the, the most expansive, like, like full version of a game that you get the most out of. It's always such a leap from like the first two or three versions they yeah. have. It's like $60, $70, $80, $120. What? <laughs> Every what? time. It just comes with an extra gun. Like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, I really want the game, 
but I, I wound up waiting and then I got lucky. I got my PS five and I just out of curiosity went to check because they had the holiday sale. Well, before a brand new game popping up on sale was like never Microsoft didn't do it. Sony didn't do it. Nintendo absolutely didn't do it. But now Midnight Suns came out like I want to say like October. No, December. And it already was on sale. There's the paradox. There's the paradox. So I wound up with the legendary edition. You know how much I paid for it? Take a guess what I paid for the legendary, which was $100. This was included with the PlayStation 5 you got? Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't included. I I just went on the PlayStation store on their sale. It was like like 20% off? More. It was like 30%. It was like 30% off. It just so came I got out. the legend it, that's and that's what me and burn were saying. We were like, the game just came out. So I wound up getting the legendary edition, a hundred dollars for what out, it out of curiosity. What did the legendary game. version come with that? The other versions didn't come with uh, the season pass. So instead of spending, instead of spending the extra 20, $30, it's included. Okay. What else and, did it get? Cause, cause you really, oh, you already know skins. Okay, I was gonna say because really all the that, and that's kind of what I was getting at there was was the final version of most of these games you don't get anything else you're yeah, just you buying just the skins. season pass without going into the game and buying the season pass and that's what I was looking at I was like so you charge because and the legendary you edition, for it a lot of the times they make it look good but really it's like five ten extra dollars more than it actually would be if you just bought the base game and then the season pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's usually like like no more than a five. See, five dollars. It all difference. comes full circle, people. We're being gaslit and screwed over by these companies by being presented with an illusion of 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 shit that's nicely wrapped. And for them to put it on sale tells me that they know you did not need to charge more than $70 for the final version. Because here it is, this game is not even a month old and you've already but sold you got to to make for up the money for, for the fact that games aren't as expensive as, as they really should be. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> so you <laughs> knew, you knew <laughs> that it's not worth $100. But we spend it. And it's because we've done it so much, we've normalized it. And now they've come out with ways to justify it that we all nod our heads and go, yeah, that, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. This is my thought process on, and and it's not just the gaming industry. It's the entire world we live in. And I'm going to use my work as an example. Okay. Cause this is the only way I can, I feel like I can best describe it. We get a nurse's discount at work whenever we go to the little convenience store that's in the hospital or we go to the cafeteria and get food. It's usually a couple depending, you know, it's like a percentage off. Like I usually save a couple dollars on whatever I buy. I'm convinced that we're not getting a discount. The discounts an illusion and everything in that hospital is marked up so that when they give out the discounts, we feel good that we're saving money, but we're not actually saving money. We feel You're like paying we're what saving they actually money, want to charge we're, you. We're paying what they actually want to charge us. And I know this is true because there's several items they sell there that are significantly more expensive than if I even went to a convenience store. And the convenience store sells things more expensively than if you went to the grocery store, which is why it's called convenience. Here's the and, and for anyone who's like, well, you guys are are taking a huge stretch i will give you a behind the scenes stretch and i'll die on this hill i will give you guys a behind the scenes proof that this is a thing 
Something probably a lot of streamers won't tell you, and I'll probably get crucified by them for telling you this later. Oh, no. All these streamers can go to hell. I don't care. I'm <laughs> done with the streamers after last year. Uh, all their bullshit. <laughs> there, most of us have stores that we can open. I have one. Most people that want to sell merchandise have one. So when we open the stores and these companies handle the shipping and the preparing of our merchandise to get it to you, the customer. Most of you are probably thinking, oh my gosh, the $50 I'm paying is all going to you, the creator, me. It is not. So it's when you see a lot of those content creators with these outlandish prices, it's because behind the scenes, it tells us how much we will make in revenue based off the price we sell it to you for. So anyone who is greedy enough that wants to make, if we sell it to you for $45 and I say, well, dang, I want to make $20 off of this. I think I should make $20 off of this. So they say, well, you got to sell it to the customer for 70 because obviously we're going to take our cut. We we are supplying the, the, the actual materials and handling the shipping. If you want to make the $20, you got to raise the price. So for me to make what I actually want to make off of said customer, I'm going to bump up the price. And then in turn, when they offer you the codes, like you were saying, the discount, it's not really a discount because it's just bringing it down a little bit to what uh, is what I wanted to sell it to you for anyway. So I bump it up to $70, but I really wanted to sell it to you for 45 because I want to make $20 off of it. But to get you to still buy in, I give you a discount code. I really wanted to sell it to you for 45 anyway. So I give you the illusion that you're saving money when I'm actually selling it to you for the price I wanted to sell it to you for. So I can make the full amount of revenue that they said I could make if I raised the price on you. And, you know, it makes it real tricky with business because like in our case, we, we don't, we don't focus on how much you and me are making. We focus on what can the customer get if they really want something. Yeah. But it, it gets to the point where you lower the price too much and then and all, of our, all of the work we put into it, we get nothing. You get nothing. Yeah. So, and that's one of the things that makes content creation. Uh, if you want it to be lucrative, it's one of the bigger roadblocks that are there. Yeah. So when you see those outlandish prices before you go full on, like, you know, your favorite, she'll love me forever. Just, just know it's all a plug. <laughs> It's just all keep, just keep in mind out. that our store keeps the prices as low as possible. We do a hundred percent. We actually keep them very, very low because honestly, we just want you guys to enjoy the stuff we send out there and wrap it for us. A lot of, a lot of blood, sweat and tears put into those designs guys. Hey, by the way, go check out our store, the GZshop.com. <laughs> New merch available now. Yeah. After all of that, go check it out. Go, go, go be the judge of it yourself. Speaking of the gaming industry and, and business as usual, <clears throat> business as usual, business as usual. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, these, these prices guys, let us know what your thoughts are. Do you think games are justified in their prices? Are you one of these gamers who proudly, and we're not shaming you. If you proudly buy legendary collections of all of your games, and you can explain why and justify and break down, you know, or just because it, it becomes a collector's item, you know, let us know. I, because me personally, I wait for sales now. 
I wait for sales. I get lucky. And here's my last tip for you guys before we wrap up. If you are trying to save money on games or you at least want the illusion that you're saving money on games, look around before you buy that game. Because I recently found out here's where digital isn't always better. There's a game that I was looking up on the PlayStation store and the digital version of it is $60. I went on Amazon out of idle curiosity, found that exact same game, $40 for the physical copy. Game came out two months ago at most. So shop around before you click buy or become a PC gamer because Steam has a sale like every week. <laughs> Steam definitely has oh, yeah, a sale. But most of my games average around 15 to $25. Yeah. So shop around before you buy your or you click buy and you're like, oh, I want and, and, and I get it, especially if you're a content creator and you're like, well, it only matters when you have a game out day one. I got no tips for you there. If you got to have the game day one, got to pay the price. Google. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pay that full price. If you but if you think you can wait a couple months, there will be a sale somewhere, either the physical copy or the digital copy. Sony has uh, seasonal sales. I don't know about Microsoft. I like I said, I don't I don't mess with Microsoft. Maybe they do. Um. Maybe they're they're trying to put everything on Game Pass. Honestly, they just want all the games to be rentals, basically, which I don't like. I don't like the idea that games are going to be they're trying to make games long term rentals. I don't like that. I like owning like tangibly owning my games in some way. We're a relic. Like it's mine. Man. We're a relic now. Yeah, we're, we're becoming a relic and we're not even old yet. I, for real. For real. That's the contrast between just 10 years ago. And this is where we're at, but we would love this to hear your assimilation thoughts. and none of this is real. Good night. <laughs> and that's how he ends it. But we would love to hear your thoughts, guys. What do you think about the prices of games? Are they on course and are we actually saving money or is it getting ridiculous? And it's not, you know, it's turning you away from games. We would love to hear your thoughts on this. Hit us up on our website, osn-media.com. Click on ZZ Chop Shop on the show page and right at the top, you can submit your thoughts. We might play them on a future episode or make it more in-depth discussion. This is definitely a topic that could be broken up into parts and come back and revisit like for sure, because as the year goes on, we're probably gonna have to do an update on this because I think we're going to see some increases in some very inconvenient places. But anyway, that's all we've got for you guys this week. Stay safe out there. Take care of yourself and each other. We'll catch all you wonderful people on the next episode. Later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.